Good evening. Welcome to the latest turgid 1-0 defeat reaction podcast. Good night. See you in a couple of weeks. <laughs> Solve it well. You are right, though. We could... Well, we actually, could, a couple of days. Well, the thing is, I'm really glad that Andrew's joined for... Well, that sounds like I'm not normally glad he joins. I, what I mean is I'm glad he's joined for once in that he doesn't normally, but I'm, I'm glad he has because there's only so much us two can say about 1-0 defeats. So it's, it's nice to have a third bored voice on this. Great to see you, Andrew. Yeah, and you, both of you. Good Christmas. <laughs> Lovely. We did this in the last pod that you weren't on. <laughs> we can do it again, though. Sorry, I don't listen to them. Uh, <laughs> you well, can't do them. We, we did like a five, I don't know how long it was, actually, probably five minutes is probably cutting it short. We did a big rant on, well, I did, on now crap Christmas TV, as you missed that. Uh, but then it turned itself around because I watched Planes, Trains and Automobiles yesterday, so I enjoyed that. Oh. So You're yeah, a big that John Candy fan, aren't you, Andrew? Massive. Who's massive. not? One of your, was it, well, we all are, but you said to me on text a few weeks ago that he's one of your heroes growing up. No, he, he is, he is. I don't know why, but yeah. He exudes, exudes yeah. a warmth, doesn't he? He does, yeah. When he died, I remember it being quite sad. And uh, oh, Planes, Trains Automobiles, the ending when he walks away, and it, it, he's a bit lonely, isn't he? It's just beautiful. Good film. Great film. Wonderful film. It's like Wilder walking off Turf Moor tonight. Well, he gets invited in, though, doesn't he? Steve Martin invites in him. So it's like, is is, is Sean Dyche going to invite him in for for Christmas dinner or something? They are big mates, aren't they? I bet Dyche is feeling a bit sorry for Wilder, isn't he? Say, come in. Come and have turkey with my family. Come and have turkey with my family, and then you can do that sad, bittersweet smile at the end. (laughs) And then Paul Young starts singing, doesn't he? (laughs) I can't remember the song now. Play your hat or go away. (laughs) Yeah, that one. That one. I think you're right. I think it is, but I don't think it's a Paul Young version. I only watched it yesterday, didn't I? But I think it's some awful female American version like that absolutely ruins it. I actually think it's the Dream Academy. Is it? Not Paul Young. But anyway. Saw Paul Young live and he was terrible. He'd like completely lost his voice. He always had problems with his voice, didn't he? And he like lost it. Uh, Sheffield Arena, an 80s tribute gig that starred luminaries such as uh, To Pow. And uh, who was the other one who was in? Uh, Five Star. And Howard Jones came on on a motorbike. Uh, You've cheered me up now because I've sat through a lot of these shitty 1-0 defeats this season, but at least I didn't have to sit through any of that. (laughs) Shall we talk about that shitty 1-0 defeat? Or... Thanks for bringing us yeah. around to it, Andrew, because <laughs> this time on the last pod when we started talking about Christmas, it was a good 10 or 15 minutes before we got started on the match, so cheers. Well, we'll start about the... Well, the, the team news was uh, preluded by uh, a statement from the club saying we've got COVID in the camp uh, and everyone was speculating who, who might have it and then obviously put the team out and I don't think anyone who would have played at it McBurney, well, possibly, but he had an are you sure? I, I, I think they've all got it. Well, long COVID. I mean, they've just, well, they can't, no effort, is the team? So so we went with the uh, the Brewster, uh, Moose, McGoldrick combo up top, which is something different. We've not, we saw that at the end of West Brom game briefly, but we've not, we've not seen that. So tried a new lucky dip strike for us. We did. Is it, do you expect me to comment on that? Or, or well, Andrew's not going to Generally on a podcast, you know, you, you, you make a comment and then somebody else makes a comment. And, you know, we, so you're welcome to join in. <laughs> well, I know I it works, quite, but here he comes. I, I was quite excited by it. You know, yeah, nifty players. Not seen it from Brewster yet. <laughs> Moose has shown Spark and McGoldrick's still got a bit of class, but... If you're just going to play really below average centre midfielders, then you could play anyone up front. You could have as many nifty players up front as you wanted and it's going to make yeah. absolutely no difference. Yeah. And I'm not even going to have a go at Osborne and Ampadu because they're not... They're not oh, I am. Get ready. You've got, hold on, you've got one lad who's 20-year-old who's trying to still work away in football. So, you know, Wilder should take a bit of blame. Yeah. And then Osborne's just not a Premier League footballer, is he? No. Full stop. 
No. So we, we started the game in a very fetching pink kit that I thought clashed a little bit with their kit. Um, you think everything clashes with everything. You I, you definitely need to get to opticians and have a word about being colorblind because I, I get you. Like it, it, at times, pink out the corner of your eye looks like claret and white. Board. He constantly well, found their shit. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah, he must have been looking out the corner of his eye all game. But yeah, <laughs> occasionally out the corner of your eye, it did look a bit similar. But would, yeah. Would green have clashed? Well, no, because it's a totally different colour, Andrew. Well, green, oh, scarlet is it. close to scarlet is close to red, and green and red are two bad colours. For scarlet is red. What are you on about? Well, that's what I'm saying. Green and red, clarets, whatever colour they play. <laughs> Too much claret. <laughs> what are you drinking, by the way, Andrew? Claret. Put glass to the uh, <laughs> listeners. Rum and ginger ale. So the good. It's a Christmas drop, isn't it? Just getting rid of it all. Well, what what you what's your tipple, uh, Mark? I'm uh, I'm drinking some Rian Brewdog, um, <laughs> Punk IPA. What are you on? Yeah. Um, I've got some uh, Hilden Flavorly Blonde Crowd oh, collaboration. You're still on that flavorly that, that flavorly that shit. Yeah. Some of it were absolutely appalling. When I mean, it were it were really good value. What were it? Twenty four quid delivered for twenty four bottles. It were pretty good value. It, like I got it at the start of lockdown when you didn't want to leave house, but some of them just tasted like absolute yeah. turd. I got one. Uh, the beer from the beer from the woods or something. It was like <laughs> what? Just out of a ditch. Nettle, yeah, <laughs> I just saw it. Oh, when Doggy found there. some bottles of beer, <laughs> yeah. Boxing Day walk. Oh, look at this! <laughs> yeah, no, it was usually pole magnified in the bushes. It's now beer, twenty twenty beer. Things have moved on, aren't they? You don't, you, you, you don't see um, poor mags in the natural environment anymore, do you? I think that's that's something to do with deforestation. But you used to, you you couldn't walk yeah. down a lane or in through some woods Definitely. without seeing a. a Bin bag of poor mags, and I think it's I don't know what global warming or or just just uh, industrial revolution, but we're driving them out of the natural habitat, aren't we? Mm. White dog dirt, <laughs> poor poor mags in bushes. It's all changed. I used to think, you know, even buying FHM and are about fourteen or fifteen now were a bit risky. I always hide it when I come home up up my jumper. The one would say, I think it's that you just give you just giving away what you have to do with it. If, if you just said, I like I like the music reviews and articles, Artic- articles, articles, then it was the articles you were going to have a look at, wasn't it? But yeah, it's your Joe guest posters you were you were too interested in. Yeah. Anyway, we made a good start to the game. Thirty seconds in, um, when they nearly scored, when Basham completely lost a header. And I mean, we were worried, well, I was worried about airily that we didn't really have enough to contend with some of their uh, bigger players. As the commentator said, they'd got bigger biceps than us. Burnley had bigger biceps than Sheffield United. Um, and they nearly scored a really good save by Ramsdale, that really good save. Yeah, very good. Um, I, I mean, I don't particularly blame Basham for missing that because it was a pretty good ball in. I mean, you would be, you'd be on your man, aren't you? You can't come through him to get it. So, uh, but yeah, brilliant save by Ramsdale. We we don't impact players enough airily to put them off though. We're, it's too easy for, for. I think it's risky to do so at the minute though, isn't it? You you come through someone a minute and you you're at risk of a foul. They're just not at it, are they? None of them, you know. So they, Plus, Basham's my favourite, so I'm always going to defend him. They uh, they kind of dominated the first 15 minutes, 20 minutes. Like Burnley don't normally have more possession than opponents. I think they're one of the teams that just sit in and. You know, nice and solid, and let's soak things up. But I bet they were even they were surprised, like, oh, we've got ball, like we, you know, because we just didn't really get on it at all. Um, I don't, I don't know how you can dominate a game with Osborne and Ampadu. No, no you're right. field. you know, and it, I'm not calling them out like you will, because they're, they're not, they're not good enough. And it's just no, what you're right. I'm not. I'm not going to disagree with what you're saying because they're not good enough, and you know they're being picked, and you know. Yeah, we are going to analyse players and criticise players for, for certain things, but it's it's not their fault, is it, if they're not good enough? And and, and yeah, Fleck, you won't pick Fleck at the moment. I think Mark said he's, he looks like he's got long COVID, or you did. But he does, doesn't he? It weighs. It's, it's very long COVID. In fact, it's, it's, it's retrospective COVID because he looked <laughs> this bad this time last year, I think. It was starting it's to go off boil around Christmas last year, weren't he? So... 
Yeah, got it. Uh, got it in London. That London uh, where they played at Arsenal. First lad to get COVID, and he's uh, he's had it for a year. Retrospective COVID. You heard it here first. Chris Whitty will be so, be on his next slide. <laughs> John, next here's slide, John please. Fleck, and here's his form with a, with a big arrow going down. <laughs> next slide, Holly Norwood. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> So we did nothing first 20 minutes. Uh, Bruce had kicked, missed kick two behind. Looked, looked like he'd never played football before in his life. Um, and, uh, yeah, we just didn't really really look in it. But then we, we kind of grew into it a little bit and we had that chance from the corner uh, where... Did, did either of you think it was handball? Because I didn't particularly. No. I thought you just hit top of his Absolute shoulder. nonsense. You in, it, I, I thought, oh, it's never handball, this. Look down at my phone and you'd put penalty. You absolutely... No, so I, was, I didn't think it was. I was just screaming for it. I was like one of those fans on the car. Penalty! Penalty! <laughs> I don't even know what handball is. Oh, it's, it's where but, you, the ball hits your hand, Andrew. You're not allowed to do that. They didn't. Well, the, the television cameras didn't really focus on it properly, did they? I don't know if VAR used different cameras, but they moved it on quick. So yeah, I don't think it was out. I don't think it was out. No, no, I don't. Decent I effort, don't. I suppose. And he, he, after that, he, he got a bit more confident and he kind of grew into the game. And I thought he, he did a bit better. It went from like two out of 10 to like five or six out of 10 overall. But yeah, uh, that was the chance. And then after that, they, they scored pretty much straight after that. They had that decent ball in. Uh, again, Robinson just... It's like he's just not ready. He's like, oh, hang on, I'm not, I'm not ready, lads. And same the other week in that last week in the game. And I think it was it Wood who had the effort that Ramsdale made a really good save from. I thought Andy were going to say something. Then I was waiting for him to chip it. Now I think with Robinson, it's almost like he just doesn't know how a ball moves through air, so he thinks it's going to come to him, and then <laughs> and then and then he's he's ready for it. He's 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 got it all under control, and then he gets near him and he thinks, oh no, this is going over my head. This, and then he just. Yeah, just it's like he's nowhere. Like one of those airflow balls on the beach. At yeah, may, maybe that's what he grew up playing with or something. Or I don't know, he massive heavy Casey ball that were waterlogged and he expects it to drop or something. But he just he just seems to just completely not know where balls go in and he's he's completely out of position. It goes to meet something that's not there and then he's left his man unmarked. Good save though, again, really good save. Strong hands. He's been guilty of having weak hands, I would say that uh, this season and. Uh, he, he, he was yeah. very, very, very firm there. I think his first save was better than his second. It, we'd, we'd have killed him if he didn't save that second one. Yeah, but they're the sort of ones that have been going in, aren't they? So, you know, give him some jewels, Andrew. Come on. You come on this <laughs> pot, slagging us off. Yeah, going to sound like you're not our team. You were supposed to be, we, we had a bit of a chat, a side cup chat midweek. Like, are you going to come on this one? Are you going to come on? Like, you, you'd complained about Dave being Mr. Negative, the Darth Vader of uh, the podcast world. And I said, you you can be Ben Kenobi on Death Star. You can come. You can duel with him. Bring the light side. And you're there slagging him off for making a really good save. You're as bad as them <laughs> lot on Twitter. <laughs> I'm not. Any wife uh, been on yet after this one? Well, just Duffy, <laughs> weren't it? Oh, come on. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, Duffy. And, we'll Duffy get on to him later tweet. with his tactical masterclass. But... <laughs> yeah. We'll but do yeah. it when, uh, when we talk about Osborne. Uh, no, yeah, Osborne talk about later. the sub. But, I mean, so, it, brilliant save. And, obviously, it gave them a corner, which proved to be, well, I'm sure you, we're going to talk you, you about You blame me, because I went good save after, <laughs> by the time I, I, a as, came through. As I next. watched what happened next, and I said, we didn't get to that one. But um, what, what pissed me off is, obviously, they scored from a corner from a save, but... What happened with ours? Because Moose Aiden had that ball over after after our uh, you know after Bruce's were cleared off line. That were a corner. Yeah. They even looked at it. Why can't they tell ref that it's a corner? Because obviously that changes game. They've not got a goal kick. We'd have a corner, which would hit first man or goalkeeper, and then and then yeah, they've got it back, but a little bit slower than if they had a had goal kick. I think you're desperate, lad. I'm desperate. I'm clutching at any straw. But if they're going to look at stuff, why why can't they just say, hang on, you've got that but, one wrong? We might, as well not have a, we might as well not have a ref. You might as well just have some dickhead in a, a box just telling people what's happening. Yeah, that's I, thought, that's big, what they, I thought that's uh, what they were doing. They had to do it or don't speaker, do it. A loud speaker saying, go on, Sheffield United, and just not have a ref. I'd like that. Like robotic voices and comedy hooters <laughs> for, for decisions. <laughs> So they got a corner. We knew they'd score from a corner because they got better corner, better, Burnley, better, <laughs> better, better header, header people, and so it proved floated in. Ampadu 
pathetic challenge, absolutely pathetic. I, I know he's not as big as me, but you've got to at least lean into it, at least impact. You. As big as you? What? I, I, you, you, you. <laughs> me. You, yeah. Me. What, you. <laughs> Centre back. <laughs> you played in midfield when I played with you. Yeah, so you just, just know, rubbish you know it's coming though, don't you? You know, yeah. it didn't surprise you. It's just, it's just, you just get into a habit now of just getting used to that ball in the back of the net. Every time, you know, there's going to be a goal for the yeah. opposition. It's just, ah, it's, it's just such a depressing season, we isn't it? Should have had a bet on, on 1 0 because obviously every game's 1 0 and Burnley, you know, sort of team that get 1 0, you'd have made it. Uh, well, you wouldn't. Make you wouldn't have because it'd have been about ten to one on. <laughs> lump on it a would have been a de- but it would have been a decent bet. It would have been a decent bet that. But um, back to goal though. Do, do we not have men on posts anymore? It appears not. <laughs> and also, why did three of them go for the same ball? Just rubbish defending, like really badly organised. So Ampadu were just fanning around, like it was sort of. He was moving around, but not sort of moving with his man. And then three of them got for ball. So, what you know, one of them could have been on post. One of them could have been actually marking somebody else. Not that it mattered. And it's just like really bad, bad organization at the minute for me. It, it was kind of spineless, though, in the fact that none of our players want want to win the ball. The key, you know, key challenges. So many goals we've conceded from not from amazing goals, but just from not wanting to. To win the balls in key positions, you know, well, three of them half heartedly tried to win it, but just, yeah, but, but they didn't. that's it, they're all half hearted about it. It's like I'd, I'd prefer one of them to attack it than three of them to just half heartedly jump in general direction. So, after that, uh, Brewster sort of came away out of his Richard Cadet style performance that has been sort of played so far. And I think I said on Twitter, he looked more like Lauren Jaffo for a, for a period. Uh, he had a shot that the goalie <laughs> saved. Is um, Jaffo a compliment? Uh, no, he's, he's still rubbish, different. But he, uh, different kind of ineptness. Um, I like Brady had a f- Brady, yeah, Brady had a free kick after Stevens just give away another clumsy foul. Another player just looks all over the place. You know, you know, just. I mean, he did a few decent crosses first half, but he got he just got worse as the game went on. And there were, there were one more. I know I'm jumping ahead near the end where he just kicked it straight to their player. Like no one near him, he just kicked it straight. I lost it at that point. Absolutely lost it. <sighs> it's it's just the craziest period of football that I've ever seen. United, since that Newcastle away game at lockdown, Stevens, Fleck, Norwood, Robinson, Osborne, it's, it's, they can't play football. None it's like them. a space jam. You know, they feel space yeah. jam where yeah. uh, they stole all the talent. It's, it's <laughs> all, the, all the Bugs Bunny and the it's like Looney Tunes. control it. Stevens, wow. Oh. <laughs> Stevens, wow. Uh, Moose say it. Barely kicked the ball, and then he had a couple of runs, sort of got, got fouled and stuff. I loved it. waving his, showed more passion waving his imaginary yellow card than anything else. That. He did. It's, it's up no, there with no. Bernie's crap dives. Don't like any of that. <laughs> anyway, half time came, and I thought, well, we've got to do better in that second half. We've got to, we've got to, you know, do something. And uh, we didn't. We did nothing. McGoldrick had that one shot after thirty seconds where he cut. I don't who put that ball through. Genuinely, uh, Brewster, I think, was it. Ballback, I think. Anyway, it was, it was a decent effort that. Um, it was 150 passes, were not it? <laughs> yeah, there were there were a lot of passes before. Yeah, I think you might be right, but yeah, there were there were I think 100 and 170 I counted, but yeah, just That's really what we've done all season. Though. Well, this is it, and we we actually kept possession for. So the one thing we've been doing is we either think oh oh we've got to keep possession and play it too safe and just go back to goalie who then lumps it, or we just piss it away and then the one time we did what we've we've done all all last season really like Spurs away is a great example of it but just loads and loads of games where you just think right okay we can't necessarily go forward but just keep possession and it eventually ends up in something and you think oh they're going to learn from they're going to kick on from this and then well they didn't did they from that moment which is about 46 47 it was like Nothing happened. Burnley, Nothing like, happened. we knew what they were going to do. They were just going to set up with nine, ten behind the, the, the ball, play on the break, soak it up, make us forces wide, train it across us, and knowing that they just head it away. 
we didn't have a clue how to break it down. Nobody took responsibility. They all wanted to pass it off to someone else. You do it. No, you do it. Yeah, you do it. I'm not doing it. Forget it. You do it. That's different voices there. I've not attempted <laughs> the accents to the point. <laughs> it sounds like the same person, really, but <laughs> it's it's what they've done all season, though, isn't it? We, yeah. we just go backwards changed, all the time. He changed some players. I mean, he made he made some, some subs and he brought on... Uh, who did he bring on? I can't remember. He brought on Fleck and then he put Osborne at left left wing back and Ender Stevens at left centre back. That made no difference whatsoever. Fleck was absolutely Well, it would have made a slight difference if Fleck weren't possibly the worst player in the squad at the minute because, <laughs> because Osborne, I actually prefer him at wing back. It's obviously not really his position. I know he played there at Forest a few times, but he, he looks a bit more at home there. He's not... There's not as much on him to do something, and it's just more suits him just running around like an headless chicken. And he's all right there; he's, he's competent enough. But you, you, we thought he were bad, Osborne in, in middle. You bring Fleck on, and it's just you might as well have no one there. Just put a cone on. Well, Fleck, Osborne, and Ampadu uh, between them in midfield gave three of the worst midfield performances I've, I've seen for a long time. <laughs> and we've had some bad ones this season. There, there were some new contenders, you know, not. You know, not passing it forward, not creating, not doing the basics. I, I'm struggling to think of anything they really did right. Am, am I being a bit harsh? No, not at all. Um, no, I'm, I'm having to think. I think. I think uh, no, I can't. I do think midfield's the one area that I can. I'm gonna have a go at Wilder for. Is because you know Norwood, Fleck, and Lundstrom they had a good season, but I think we all knew it was a bit of a freak. You know, to, to play as well as they all three did. Yeah, it was brilliant. But to not spend anything on some quality additions in the midfield is, is criminal. They we did, didn't he? It. Spunked 20 million on Berger, who's probably worse oh, than all no, three. I mean, I mean, this pre-season. Well, yeah, yeah. So I think did, he, got, I mean, he, got, he got tied up into chasing strikers, didn't he? He's, he sort of... Because we've not got... We've still not got really a, a, a first choice striker you'll hang you out on and go, oh, he's going to get twenty goals. He's he's powerful, or he's a goal scorer, or 20. whatever. You know, take five. Well, you know, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. I, I don't know. I don't know where twenty came from, but you know, it's some some got twenty shots on target a season. You've not got anyone that you could hang your hat on and, and say that we're still not, even though he, he has spunked his money and he got he got hung up on that a bit. But that's not really where we didn't really have that right from him taking over. I don't think we've, we've, you know what I mean. I know, I know. Sharp did it and scored a lot, but it wasn't the strength of the team. If you know what I mean, it were everything else. And uh, and and when we went up in last season, we didn't have it, but we still did all right. And that's what it should have done. It should have strengthened what we got. Like the way you got the poor young song in there, wherever you hang your hat. I know, I know. Well, it's, it, I, I didn't quite say it properly, did I? But we've started with poor young, haven't we? That, so. That's your twenty goal striker. It is. I, I can't, it's I can't, Christmas then... time. <laughs> That's his line, isn't it? First line of Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And he pulled that off well, that, that line as well. Or is it at Christmas time? I might have got that who's wrong. Your, as well. Who's your favourite band aid performer? If you had to. Obviously, you know, um, you know certain people were, were more instrumental. If you had to say who your favourite band aid performer was, Andrew? Uh, <laughs> Put you under uh, pressure there. <laughs> Yeah, I watched a documentary on the Style Council a couple of months ago. Weller said how much he hated being there. And you look at the clips and you can tell he absolutely hates being there, which good on him. <laughs> good, on him. good on him. That he's not going to contribute to charity. He's a miserable twat. He said, I'm happy to be. I've turned into beads. <laughs> Good uh, on Paul Weller. <laughs> not wanting to do band aid. You, right, you've got you, you starving Africans. <laughs> he's not. He's not Kenobi, is he? What is? What is wrong with the man? He's. He's actually. <laughs> Anakin Skywalker, he's Vader before Vader, isn't he? He's come on thinking he's light side, thinking he's going to save world, and he's just gone darker than anything else. Sod sod them starving kids. I agree with Weller. Oh, Jesus Christ. Mark, who was your favourite band-aid performer? Um, The problem I've got with with it is you can't... They've all got very similar voices, haven't they, in Mm. them 80s singers? So you've you've got to go for someone you can pick out as different. So you're going to have to go with someone like Banana Armour or... Or uh, Boy George or something like that for oh. me. Not, not Delivery. 
not David? happy with that, Andrew. You... Um, no, I like Blake George, yeah. I think, he, I think he delivered his line differently from everyone else. Everyone else just sounded the same. Could have been the same person singing an entire song. I don't know. I mean, there was, there was some acts that, you know, were, were a, a surprise. I'm just having a look, actually, at, at some of the acts uh, in Band Aid, because I think it's important that we uh, thoroughly analyse this. Um, <laughs> Why? I don't know. I just think uh, I think it's important. Um, Bono got Bono got that voted the f- most famous line. Just, yeah, they're all saying they just thought it sting Weller Bonio. They're all like similar voices, aren't they? It's just I prefer the America's version anyway. We are the world. Awful. <laughs> and that, the thing is, the thing is, that's America all over, isn't it? They're just turning it round on themselves. We're the world. We'll sort this out, lads. It's all about us. Cool and the gang. I didn't realise they were in it. Yeah, probably just put them at back, didn't they? Who's Who's Jody Watley? Who? Jody Watley. Shalimar. There you go. How do we get out of being the worst? Premier League team of all time. After we get out and touch Matt Bandy. Bring, bring Bob Geldof in. <laughs> get him to get angry with him. Can we cancel the league? Can, can something happen? Can we forfeit it? Can we, we can't even something? cancel a game. We, we've got COVID. We've presumably <laughs> had. Um, unless Sharp's been dropped because his wife's got a big gob, then um, we've, we've presumably got two or, two or three players out with COVID looking at the bench. And then potentially some backroom staff again. We can't even get a game cancelled, never mind get season cancelled. So you can drop that idea right now, I think. That'd be good if we could sort of and just finish it off. But uh, anyway, the rest of the game, uh, Norwood came on for. Who did Norwood come on for? I can't who came on for. Yeah. Ampadu. Was it straight. Ampadu? Yeah. Yeah, it's straight swap, weren't it? Uh, and then Mark Duffy took to Twitter to tell us tell Wilder what he should be doing. <laughs> he tweeted, Ampadu obviously has more mobility than Norwood, but Norwood's ability to switch play accurately and quickly uh, maximises the overlapping centre-backs. Burnley are all set waiting for the crosses. Tough call, but Norwood for, for me. Well, thanks, thanks, Duff. Uh, really appreciate that. <laughs> I said, whatever next, Chad Evans giving sex advice. Yeah. <laughs> or, or popping up on TripAdvisor with hotel reviews. Good access. Excellent camera work. <laughs> but yeah, it's like, it, what's worse? Like, the, the, the wife of a player that's no longer good enough chirping or the Sort she of, weren't talking uh, about that game. She was. She, she's cleared that up for everybody. That tweet she sent five minutes after the game was nothing to do with the the, the game that we lost. Fair enough. That man, I'd... you weren't it. <laughs> yeah, yes, yeah, what she reckons. She doesn't tweet about football much, Absolute apart from nonsense. last season a few times. Absolute nonsense. Yeah. But is it is, is that worse, or is it, or is it or is it just as insulting that a player that thought he were good enough is, is uh, chipping in with his thoughts and, and it, to be fair though he was right Norwood did switch play backwards and sideways constantly <laughs> and uh, I th- that Bert came on and he ran about a bit but again he, he's not really <laughs> good enough is he either but still probably did more than Moose as that who was that woman commentator who was she um Lucy, somewhere. Lucy, somewhere. She's made that up. about us. One of the few has actually been, you know, more. Well, she got it. She, she got it ridiculously wrong. So yeah, they always line up the same as 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 it came on with us playing three strikers, which we've only done once before this season, I think. Lucy Ward. I thought she was good. I, I, I thought really she did. was good. I thought she, I thought oh, yeah. she actually called it that we're shit. These are shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, you, we should kept, you should well kept, yeah, yeah, she nailed it. That saying how slow we are and ponderous, like with build ups and stuff like that, we just we just stop playing as soon as we get the ball, it just stops, doesn't it? Time stands still, nothing well, that, happens. Those, those last 10 minutes plus four stoppage time, it was just depressing to watch. The, the fact that nobody wanted to try and run past a man, nobody wanted to get it to the byline and cross it. I know that would have played strength in some ways, but or try and go through, and we didn't send Egan up, we didn't. It was just awful that last 10 minutes. I was getting so angry with, with players because no, nobody had any belief that, not scoring a goal, but they could actually get the ball. We didn't even get it in the box in the last 10 minutes. I don't think we, we had a, an effort. And apart from that McGoldrick chance, did, did we have a, a shot or even a, an attack of no second half? And we had, yeah, that 170 pass move. Uh, Baldock had a shot, didn't he? 
Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh no. Oh, he, yeah. That, yeah. And Egan so, had that yeah. shot, didn't he? When he when he took oh, it down round side area, cut inside, and <laughs> basically oh, we were all over him actually, weren't we? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I would, I would take it all back. Should have been three one. Should have been three one. <laughs> Table lies. Look at stats there. Right. Look at XG. We should be top. What is this XG bollocks? <laughs> what is it? If you have if you have more shots, you might score more goals. Basically. It's basically what? They try, what they're trying to do. Well, closer and, you are to goal, you might score more as well. Revolutionary. What they're trying to do is apply sort of baseball type stats to football, but it's just and and don't get me wrong, there is there's obviously something in it, but to like wherever you like hang your oh, whatever, I, I can't even remember the title of the song. I can't I can't get it back in. But you can't you can't stick everything on it because football's more chaotic than one bloke chucking a ball at another bloke. It's just. Yeah, okay, it might be a good chance and you're expected to score it, but it doesn't mean out, does it? It's like you can count them up all you want. They've not scored. So we're not we're not creating anything though, are we? We're not we're not working any openings other than the odd one. You know, we're not even getting a, we're not even getting Confidence. a space where twenty five yards out we could have a good smash. I know he, Egan did it out of his own skill and Baldock did it randomly. <laughs> Just yeah, there was no belief those last well, not just last 10 minutes all season, but certainly that last period, there was nobody that was actually thinking, right, we are you know, we've got the worst record of any team ever to start a season in history. Let's have let's have a real go, let's have a real drive, let's let's chuck men for, let's just go for it, let's throw, let's dribble, do it was just like, oh, just just pass it back, pass and just kept tip tapping it, and then someone just lose it, and then the body language of the, the team is it's appalling. This know. is almost same podcast as before, Nick. We went, we said this before yeah, that yeah. Um, we just look confidence is gone. Any sort of momentum is gone because that, that, last season that's all it was. I think we'd we've got the same team week in week out. So you've got the momentum of them all playing together. They all know each other's game. They're all they've got the momentum of form because they they're confident and it's just it all just kept rolling on and rolling on and rolling on. They've not got that and they just can't. Without it, they just seem to be a bit lost. They just none of them are brave enough. Well, there's two brave enough for me. Well, you could say Egan, but he's he's not really someone that you'd expect to drive us forward. So Egan aside, you've got Basham and McGoldrick that will attempt something. They'll they'll, they'll try something. They'll they'll give it a go. But the rest of them, you look shit scared to even bother going forward. I felt sorry for uh, Egan, uh, Basham and McGoldrick today, who I don't think were outstanding, but they were the three that actually, you know, looked like it really mattered to them and, and tried to get on the ball and tried to make things happen. But unfortunately, none of them have really, I mean, two of them are defenders, and none of them have really got pace to, or, you know, they, they did their best, those three. And I, I just thought there were too many other players who were just, they're just accepting it. They're just accepting that we're, it's embarrassing. It's embarrassing that team. If I was a professional footballer in that team, which is obviously even more ridiculous, but I'd, I'd be busting a gut to do something. And I don't see that. People, while they keep saying, oh, the, the effort's there, the effort's there and stuff, but is it? Or are they just not good enough? Yeah, both. I think the effort, I think there is effort there. But I think, again, we said it on the last pod, they're running about at times and they, you know, they, they try it in, but there's not that sort of. Drive or dynamicism, dynamicism, whatever the word is. You know, the, the actual drive to do something with it or to get into positions or, you know, they're trying defensively and they're trying to get men behind the ball and they're working for each other, but there's no sort of drive or effort going forward. And that's the difference from last season, I think. Whether he's playing pockets, you know, the, the three on what the left, the three on the right, it's just, just not there anymore. Are you playing in? Yeah, sorry, man's here. Look, you had four ways of working it last year, didn't you? You had that overloads on the right and the left, and then you had Basham and Fleck who could go from back to front really quickly by beating a player. Basham's trying to do it, Fleck is gone. It wouldn't surprise me if he sold him in January. We've got nothing. Who, too? Coventry, well, Scotland, probably. (laughs) 
I, I think that the, the the players that we were all. I mean, you can talk about the new players and bad recruitment, and you know, likes of Ampadu and Bruce to clearly not be. They're not Premier League ready at all. They might be good footballers eventually, but they're miles off being ready. You've got likes of Osborne and Robinson who are, you know, a, a lower championship if, if lucky. And then you've got, but the, but the big thing for me is you, those players last season, like you said, Stevens, Fleck, Norwood, they've not just lost a bit of form. They've gone from being good Premier League players to like people who look like they can't even play football. And is, is that, again, is that harsh or Fleck? Literally, there was a bit near the end where he just get, he just literally, someone ran through him, he just pulled someone down and he just looked as if, I can't be. He looked like he just like I'm shit at this game now. <laughs> just, just get, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know either. I, I genuinely at a loss with them. That them players you've just mentioned there, it is like they've you've just literally turned them off. Like batteries have run out. They've gone. <laughs> and the, and the batteries you can't even buy anymore. Different size. So with Fleck, with, with Flacco, you, I've always thought that Flacco. he needed. <laughs> Give him a new nickname, that might inspire him. Flacco, he's always needed about four or five games, but you can't have that in this team. You've got to be right at it, else you carry it. It's been carried, isn't it? it? It's not even like physically, he can't run anymore and do the basics, <laughs> but like mentally, just it just looks like someone who's just like, I say, it's like he's forgotten how to be a footballer. It's like, it's just gone. Does his wife chirp up as well, doesn't she? I think she liked. Uh, Jade Sharp's tweet the other day when she said he should eat. It's said. such a shame that it, it, it just that overinflated sense of self importance that you can actually send a text, a message like that about Billy Sharp thinking that he should be in the team. As she watched it, <laughs> as she watched Sharp in the last year. You know. Well, I said someone at uh, someone at my work. We were texting about it, and I said it's like, it's like you know, my head, headmaster coming. To, like it's like my wife sending a message to my headmaster and saying you, you're underusing him. You're not. You're not. I mean, like take him off, off. Take him off corridors on dinners times. Is is better than that. Get him. Like, get him back in staff room where he can make a difference. But it's, again, it's like if your if your wife's. Texted, I know it was it's a silly comparison because they wouldn't ever text your manager and stuff. But I'd be like, What are you doing? Like, none of yeah. your business, no, nothing to do with it's, you. It's is embarrassing. It? You may, like, have. you know, it's, it's like somebody's mum going to an under 10s game and saying, Well, you got our Billy on, he should have come on and played 10 minutes. He's come with, he's brought his kit and everything. I, I do agree with Andrew, though. I mean, what overinflated opinions and self entitlement to come out on public forums having opinions about football. Absolute knobheads, aren't they? Who do that? Who do it? When's she coming on our podcast? <laughs> Get her on. Oh, JD. Special lad. guest, Jay Sharp and Mark Duffy and his dad. <laughs> and Leah Flack, whatever she's called. Flack, Flack. <laughs> Flacco. Flacco, Falco. Killing, killing me softly. JD, come on here, love. Give us J- some of your opinions. Jado. <laughs> anyway, so we lost. That was the end of that match. And uh, <laughs> one that again. Yeah. It's, I can't, what, what's getting me is we've got a prediction league running. And how thick are we? We're watching this and we're commenting on it every week. We, we're talking after the match about it's always 1-0. These podcasts are always saying we're always moaning about one nil. As any of us actually predicted, we're going to lose one nil recently. No, no, idiots. Anyway, I put I put a tweet out. Uh, I put a, a post out on the forum, and you all told me that I was, you know, I couldn't put it on the uh, the, the Tufty Club group. It was about oh, go for it ever, after this. That we, we're... Worst worst ever teams, not not in the Premier League, which we all know is is Derby County. Derby County finished with eleven points from thirty eight games. Um, the worst teams ever in English football history. So in the top flight, Derby are the worst with 11. Um, actually, no, there was another team, 1889-90, Stoke got 10 points from the top division, but they only played 22 games and it was two points. And it were two win. points for a win, weren't it? 
Yeah, 22 games. They got 10 points. So it was Stoke with 10, Derby with 11. There was Darwin with 11 in 1891. But all leagues, not just the top flight, there were worse than that. There was a couple of other teams. We've got the Loughborough Town in 1899-2000 who finished with eight points. And they played 34 games, won one game. And then we've got Doncaster Rovers joint with them, 1904-05. These were both Division Two. They they finished with eight points as well. Um Targets to to aim for. Well, I'd, I'd aim for, I'd aim for eight or nine goals first. How many have we got? I think it's only about eight, isn't it? So yeah, I'd aim for double figures on that first. But I think you ought to work it out again and do it pro rata because all them they, they either play less games or with two points for a win. So I think those targets yeah. are probably higher, aren't they? You need to, you need to read get back to get back. I want this own work on my desk by the next podcast with it pro rata. I'll, I'll do a pro rata and I'll come up Because I think we're yeah. probably miles off them as well. I, I bet Derby is still the worst if you work it out pro rata. Yeah, because it was one... You did get a point for a, a draw no matter what, didn't you? Even eight, 18... Yeah, yeah, point for a draw, two points for a win, I think. Yeah. Well, well, I've got all the wins, so I'll, I'll get to work yeah, on Yeah, get it on pro rata. But I didn't even know Loughborough had a team. Yeah. yeah. To be honest, we're not going to... It doesn't matter. Are we going to get eight points? I don't think so. Are we going to win a game this season? Andrew, yeah. are we going to win a game this season? Come on, put your head on the... I think, uh, I think what we'll do is we'll probably win games once we're down. What, in championships? <laughs> <laughs> is that what you're saying? No, we're going to start like <laughs> Norwich, Wigan next season. We'll, we'll probably go down Maybe. end of Feb and then start winning. End of Feb. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that's... You, I don't know because we today. I, I don't think there was much in it today in terms of. Oh, they, they, every they, week there's not much in it, and, and I, I know I'm getting really boring, aren't I? But I, apart from that Chelsea and Southampton match, we've always been in games, but um, and it's true. No like scoring you, and concede goals. So we're yeah, I said that last week. time. You know, he's trying to turn us into a nil-nil snatch a win team, but we always got a mistake in us, and we've just got no quality up front, so it's never going to happen. I, I, I keep saying that, but. Yeah, I don't know. There's a win in this sooner or later, isn't there? Because we're always in games. It's it, There's never much in it. I do think we'll win. I think if we do get a couple of midfielders in the loan market, whoever they are, spruce things up a bit. I do think I do think we will, yeah. Spruce a through things ball, up a bit. A deflection, an own goal. I, you know, like Mark says, we're not out we're not getting battered by anybody. Dave's Dave's looking like he's concentrating. I think he's working these out pro rata or something. Or is he looking for midfielders? I'm looking at other scores. Even when he's winning tonight. In Warnock, uh, Middlesbrough, about two minutes. Collymore said it, and I think he pissed a few people off last year when he said that the Premier League wasn't of a great standard. And I think it's shocking. I think it's easily one of the most unentertaining lack of ability in a, in a top flight division I've ever seen there's no stars other than Liverpool it's all yeah, yeah. this season has been uninspiring aren't we? like you say we've been playing these teams that we're bottom by a long long way but we've not been that far off most of them so what's that saying about the league I know it was windy and rainy against Everton and I missed the pod but you were Everton, totally missed. it was windy and rainy <laughs> Ever- yeah, I'm not coming to pods about that but rain is awful. Window and rain now. Yeah. Anyway, who is your man of the match? Basham. Same discussion every week. Yeah. I'd probably go Egan again. Egan or Basham. Yeah, Basham for me. Who is those two though? It, it? Well, it's literally those three if you're going to include McGoldrick. It's yeah. It, <clears throat> uh, throughout the season, Bulldogs performed pretty well, but he's dropped off a cliff in the last sort of two or three weeks, month maybe. <laughs> Um, so you're looking it, them three. It's literally before game starts. You, if they them three start, it's it's one of them three. It's going to be a man at match. And for me, it would bash them just from Egan and McGoldrick to me today. Do we, anymore, where do, do we go from here? Uh, new year, new year, new start. <laughs> We've got the game what? before that, haven't we? No. Oh, no, no, that's it. We're done. Sorry, I'm talking nonsense. It's gone other way this I'm... week. Boxing Day, he was saying, see you next year, and forgot we got one, <laughs> and they snuck another one in. We've got some winnable games coming up, haven't we? Oh, Bristol <laughs> Rovers. <laughs> These That'll were winnable games. Season. That'll change your season. Beat Bristol. We'll go on a run. 
Do you think? I'd... You know what pisses me off? I was going to say, should we should we just chuck it all in an attempt to cup run? Pointless, because oh. as soon as we come against Premier League team, we've had it. I mean, we're probably not going to beat Bristol Rovers, but um, but but secondly, looking back to last season when 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 sort of season got called to a halt and we were in um, still in FA Cup, still in with a chance of Europe, and I remember reading forums and Twitter and all these people going, "We don't want either of them." We don't want it because it'll spoil next season. We'll, we'll, we'll get relegated if we've got to play in Europe. And I, I was just like, I can't believe you. This could literally be the only chance we get in touching distance of either an FA Cup or getting into Europe. And you're thinking they might derail our season. And then look at us now. We've, we've got no distractions. We even went out of the League Cup early. Um, and we're worst team in Premier League history so far. Worst team in every every league's history. Every league history, even right. Loughborough. Funnily enough, Loughborough is the only place I've ever been kicked out of anywhere a drinking establishment ever. What I got kicked out of Frog and Parrot. I got once got kicked out of Frog and Parrot, but it were a misunderstanding and they let me back in because I got in the middle of a fight between two people and they just chucked all three of us out. And then they stopped fighting outside to convince Bouncer to let me back in again because <laughs> I had nothing to do with it. But yeah, Loughborough, only place I've ever been kicked out anyway. I was kicked out of Club Wow on opening night. Well, deservedly so, I'd say. Wow, come, what did you uh, do? Uh, the bouncer said it looked like I was going to be sick. You <laughs> <laughs> look like you're going to be sick now, but I'm not kicking you out of this podcast. <laughs> uh, so what happened is, same as you, I just went out and just came back in. Yeah, well, I'd, uh, <laughs> I love Brack on do that, because the, the, basically the kick... The, kicked me down fire escape out of back. So so then I come around front and and I went, I've just been kicked out. And he said, Why are you being kicked out? And I went, he said I was he said I looked drunk. And he said, You don't look drunk to me. I just said, Well I'm I'm just really gormless looking. I can't help it. And then he said, I can't let you back in though, even though you don't look drunk. So basically I got oh. kicked out for looking gormless. I was just stood there. I I was waiting for someone. I was just stood near I made it easy for him. I was near fire escape. Just stood looking gormless, waiting for someone, and they just decided I were drunk and just bundled me out. So yeah. What's the worst venue you've ever been thrown out of, Andrew? You must have been thrown out of a few venues in your in your years. Ah, I've been kicked out of loads. Kingdom quite a lot. You <laughs> figure falling asleep a lot. <laughs> falling asleep. Oh. Surely not on the fed. I fell asleep at Gatecrasher. Uh, one so four in the morning, I couldn't handle it anymore. <laughs> too tired to dance, <laughs> too tired to slumped stay awake. On, slumped on the floor as Judge Jules came on. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're, they're rough, weren't they? These, these bouncers. No, did you just, why, why, why did you get thrown out for falling asleep? Seems harsh, though. I've been chucked out a few times for falling asleep. You know, just don't want people asleep in the club. It's, it's, in fairness, you think <laughs> about it, it's a good policy. It's it's not sending off a good look, and you're not yeah. a paying punter if you're asleep, are you? So you're not going to be buying drinks. It's a get fair home. policy. Get no, home, lad. No <laughs> jeans. No jeans. You've got to wear your school trousers and uh, no sleeping. There's are two rules. It's like Republic turning turning people off for being too ugly, allegedly. Oh, I can say it now. What do you mean allegedly? Are you saying you got turned away? <laughs> no, never got turned away. Oh, so too good looking, are you? Should have, should have been. <laughs> but they did use turn people away for being too ugly or not the right ratio of boys to girls. Yeah, there were always a lot that, of that, weren't they? That happened, definitely. Definitely happened. So, uh, Anything else we'd like to we'd like to add? Uh, anything else? What about getting in and out of nightclubs? There's plenty to go at. Oh, yeah. I once I once used May level results to get in zone because I didn't have any uh, ID. Said <laughs> so he said you don't look you don't look eighteen and I wasn't eight. Uh, I, was that? I must have been eighteen. No, I wasn't. I wasn't eighteen at the time. And uh, um, it, you would have been. been no, I would have been actually. Results, no, because I got my results. Yeah. 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 But I, I basically had no ID, and he, he let me in based on having an A-level result slip in my pocket because I'd gone straight out. First, uh, Those were the days, <coughs> zoning rather than beach, awful. beach yeah, first, beforehand. Awful place. First time I ever went to the zone with about eight mates, or well, a few a bit older than me. I had my Lacoste shirt on that I'd bought working at McDonald's. And uh, I was the only one that didn't get let in because <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have my ID, and I remember it being the worst feeling ever. Awful. So I walked home, had some chips and cheese from from Ellie's and walked home. 
That's what they should make United do from Burnley. Walk home. <laughs> With <laughs> chips yeah. and cheese. Chips and cheese. John Fleck, trooping away. He'd love it. I don't oh, think he needs any chips and cheese, that lad. In fact, him, him and a couple of others need to be off the chips and cheese. Uh, I think Wilder's, not, Wilder's, said, Wilder's said something akin to Bassett. He can't do it with him, can he? You know, like, go and do something like going on holiday in Magaluf. They don't go to Magaluf anymore, do they? Dubai. I hope not. It was oh. crap when I went. <laughs> or oh, do some army training. They can't do anything, can they? They're just stuck what, at home. What, what, what does he do now? Because he's, he's obviously tried shouting at him. He's tried putting his arms around him. He's tried... He can't put his arms around him. He's, not, he, he's, he's tried, not allowed to do that. He's tried tactic. Well, he hasn't tried tactics. He just keeps doing the same thing mostly. But what, what, what would you say? If you were in, for, had him in for training two days, what would you, what would you say to him? What, what can you say to motivate him? I'd get two two new players in. <laughs> That's the motivation. It's like, yeah, you lot of shit. I'm getting in two new players. I'm not going to tell you what position either, you're all shit. I'm just gonna you just have to wait till they walk through the door. <laughs> the squad needs a bit of magic dust, doesn't it? It needs some midfielders that can... No, because you get kicked out of iClubs for that, Andrew. You're Andrew. Baxter. <laughs> get Baxter back. Jesus and Christ. Google. Google and Baxter. Ryan Flynn. Connor Salmon up top. Oh, speaking of bad players, Norwood's gone, Norwood's gone crap, but he's also starting to channel Dean Hammond. Have you noticed there's a lot of pointing goes on? Yeah. He's like, he doesn't he don't get on the ball, and then he finally, he's pointing all, all this way and that, and then he, he gets ball, and he just passes it backwards. It's J- James Harper. Well, yeah, Harper and, Harper and Hammond. Yeah, yeah, Harper was the main pointer, wasn't he? But um, it's just... Even even Wednesday of one tonight, they've sacked the manager, which is another story. But I I would like to end with end with uh, Kevin Speed. Um, I heard a, a Radio Sheffield Football Heaven special today where it was a Pulis out special, and it was quite amusing. I mean, like I said they won tonight and we'll be sort of cocker hoop. But uh, there was a guy who came on and he he was like us. You, you, you know, Wednesday a jinx. I would say United jinx. Bad things have happened every every. Century 50, 60, 70, something's out about the Hillsborough disaster. And he had a radical solution to uh, what Wednesday needed, basically what they needed to do to, to, to improve things. And I'm a big believer that Hillsborough hasn't got to blow it up. <laughs> Which nice. is quite, quite an extreme uh, re- reaction. But... Is, that, is that a real phone in? Yeah, real phone in. He said we should they should blow it up, blow up Hillsborough. Is, it, is he uh, an actual Wednesday fan? Wednesday fan rang up and said they jinx and they should blow it up, blow it up. Well, um, at least football. Whoa, what a mess! It is, isn't it? What a mess! Yeah. <laughs>